Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to New Idea Royals, the only podcast that takes us behind the scenes of palace life. I'm Rebecca Hyde, and here today is royal commentator and expert Angela Mollard. Hey, Ange, there's lots more going on with the young royals. It's always busy, isn't it? It certainly (laughs) is. Um, We've heard reports that Meghan has banned Harry from taking part in an annual Christmas tradition. Is that right? Well, look, there are reports at this stage, and obviously Boxing Day will wait to see, but the report is that Meghan has banned Harry from taking part in the annual pheasant hunt, which is a a long, long um, tradition with the royals. They all get out there, all the men. um, Camilla apparently likes it as well. they go out there and they go uh, pheasant hunting. They take a picnic. It's just part of the royal family's annual calendar. It's very, very important. Apparently, though, Megan has said no, that these poor defenseless animals uh, should be left alone. And Big the call. rumor is that, yeah, that um, Harry will, will uh, abide by his wife's wishes and, and not take part. What's a real shame about it is, is that it's in an event that William and Harry have done together for 20 years or so. Yeah, um, it's a time for them to bond it's it's something that they enjoy uh and we know that there's sort of been talk of a rift between the two couples the sussexes and the cambridges it's it, things like this that they can sort of spend some time away from prying eyes spend time together and sort of augment that relationship which is harder now that william has three children and that harry's doing a lot of work internationally as we know his tour down here was was particularly long time for them to spend them the time to together enjoying these traditional occasions, but apparently that's not going to happen this year. Meddling Megs. Yes, wonder what the Queen thinks about that. Um, And what will the public think of her influence? Look, I think there's this growing feeling that Meghan uh, is is bringing a new way of operating to the royal family. And in some respects, that's lovely. She's sort of one foot in celebrity world, one foot in royal world. But I think that when she starts to uh, influence what her husband's doing and, and, and the fact that, um, you know, is she going to say to him next, no, no, you can't da- go down to the pub for a pint? I mean, what's what's going to happen next? What's she, Where is she going to have her influence? I think that there's a view from outsiders that she does have to re- be respectful of these traditions and, and the monarchy, which is you know embedded in um, hierarchy and tradition, ways of doing things. It's always great to change. It's always great to evolve. But she does have to be respectful of those traditions. Yes. Um, and the royals have released their Christmas cards. Can you talk us through them? Oh, so that we've seen in the last couple of days the uh, Christmas cards from Kate and William, Meghan and Harry and Camilla and Charles, and they could not be more different. So 
Camilla um, and Charles is just an outtake from Charles's birthday uh, photo shoot where they're sitting on that wooden bench, which I think someone pointed out to me looks like it's come from Bunnings, but I'm sure it's not. I'm sure. I'm it sure it's much, like much nicer than that. There's just a lovely picture of them very informally chatting with each other on the bench, which is lovely. Kate and William's picture is among the most beautiful family it photos is. I've seen. It's, it's, so it's a knockout. So the five of them are at um, Anma Hall, their their property up in um, Norfolk, which they used to live at. You know more full time yeah. before George went to school. It's um, a beautiful shot. The kids are sort of larking around on a tree behind William and Kate. Kate's holding Louis. And just their clothes. William's just in a, you know, checked blue shirt. Kate's just wearing a pair of jeans and a jumper. Like she just looks like any mum apart from the fact her hair is immaculate <laughs> as always. <laughs> Little Louis there with some navy tights and blue sort of bloomer things looking, you know, a lot older than when we've seen him before. And then as yes. I say, um, George and Charlotte are sort of larking around behind their dad. It's a beautiful shot and it's super quite, cute. quite a different shot to what we used to see with um, Diana and Charles and their boys. A lot more, their shots were a lot more formal. Although since Diana's death, there's been a lot of more larking around. Prince Charles had one shot where he was sitting on a bench and the two boys were in massive flower pots, which was a, oh, a gorgeous right, Christmas yeah. party. But the big, the big uh, drama is that Meghan and Harry have released their picture. And it's, I th- actually think it's a really beautiful picture. It's black and white. It's from their wedding. Yeah, I thought it's, it's so. a yeah. really sweet picture of them looking at the fireworks. And it's it's a sort of, as you'd expect, some criticism from <laughs> Samantha Markle, Meghan's half-sister. She's come out and said they've got their backs to the world. This, is, this indicates them turning their backs back against the family, about uh, the Markle family and the Raglan family, and that, you know, it's not what you do with a Christmas card. You're supposed to be joyous and festive and look out to the world. Interestingly, though, Beck, I thought it was um, interesting that on the Kensington Royal Instagram page, which is the official Instagram page of the royal family, these pictures went out within second or sort of minutes of each other. There's twice as many likes for the oh, Kate right? and William Christmas card, wow. last count, you know, nearing two million, versus uh, half that for Meghan and Harry. So I'm not sure, you know, if you looked at it earlier this year, there was no one more famous. The interest in yeah. Meghan and Harry was was um, stratospheric. But I think it's interesting that there seems to be a re- return, a sort of public sentiment to that um, stability of the Kate and William marriage. And there's a, there's a lot of speculation and a lot of talk about this modern marriage. Everything's happened very quickly in it. I'm very mindful of the fact that everything has changed so quickly for Meghan and we've seen this um, change. But I just hope the narrative doesn't go too much against her. She's got to have a chance. Yeah, you know? I'm feeling sorry for poor poor Meghan. Um, and Kate has hinted what her children would give the Queen for a Christmas present. It's lovely. Um, Kate and William were at a charity event where they were making Christmas craft and William apparently was absolutely hopeless at it, could barely cut out the letter M in for <laughs> Merry Christmas <laughs> and actually told reporters that, yes, uh, whenever the kids were doing craft, they go to Kate rather than him because <laughs> he's um, absolutely useless. But Kate gave away the fact that the kids generally make little crafty presents for the Queen for Christmas. Oh, we know that yeah, yeah, we know that you. she doesn't want money spent on her. She can buy anything she likes. So in the past, George has done paintings for her. Can you imagine? She's probably got every kid in the royal family's <laughs> handprint in a frame and, you know, hopefully the downstairs bathroom. And that Charlotte apparently has been making little beaded bracelets and that she, she um, there's some talk that she oh, may bless. give one of those to um, 
to the Queen, which um, would go well with all the diamonds and tiaras and emeralds and rubies, wouldn't it? Nice little oh, yeah, um, bit of match. happy be- beads on the and the Queen's wrist. But um, look, she, they sound very normal. They sound like every other they kid really do. with trying to yeah. um, make a nice present for Grandma or Gan Gan, as they call the Queen. <laughs> and Google has released the list of the most searched people in the world. Would have thought uh, the Duchess of Sussex would be up there at the top. And is she? She's not. She's number two. Oh. So number one is Demi Lovato. Obviously, oh. <laughs> you've had a little bit of drama with her this year going into rehab and things. I would have thought Meghan Markle would have, yeah. as a search, would have knocked the um, knocked all the celebrities and singers and pop stars off. Um, I'd imagine earlier in the year, around May, and certainly during yes. the royal tour yeah, in the, in the um, pregnancy announcement, they would have had the top spot. But no, royalty is second to celebrity oh. on this occasion. Interesting. Um, and we've heard there's a few staff positions which have become available at Buckingham Palace. Um, there's a bit of an issue uh, with working for the royals, isn't there, Ange? Well, look, there's been a lot of talk about all the staff that have um, that are leaving. So Meghan and Harry have lost three members of staff uh, just in recent weeks. Some of them are always intending to go, but there's some questions about others within the, the family. Samantha Cohen, she's decided to uh, resign after working for the royal family for 17 years. So she used to work as the Queen's private secretary and then she was moved across to work for the Sussexes when they married. Um, she's going to be leaving the household before the baby's born. There's others, uh, Melissa Tubati, who was Megan's personal assistant, and that she's leaving. She's French, and um, there's some speculation as to why she's leaving. And finally, Edward Lane Fox, who has been Harry's right-hand man for more than 15 years. He's also leaving. Now, the speculation has, has always been, the last few weeks has been pointed towards the fact that Megan's difficult. She's up at 5am. She's called Hurricane Megan. She's, she's sending out requests and things that need to be done at, sort of at all hours. But actually, it turns out that it could be how little the royal family pay their staff. Oh, is that so right? There's a little bit of uh, a few revelations around this that if you were to clean at Buckingham Palace, you can be paid as little as $14 an hour. This is in Australian money. So as you can imagine, that's it's not a lot of money. No. A butler, for instance, is um, would only be paid around 26000 in our dollars. And if you were working as a stable hand, 34000 a year. Apparently, if you worked in the private secretary's office, you'd come with a $41,000 pay packet. And if you were running those digital media accounts, which we now know are very, very important to the media, to the royal family disseminating their own media uh, for the first time ever, you're only being paid 52000 It's not a lot of money, really, is it, for a job? Look, there is some talk about the fact that they may have, um, and part of some of them as part of their um, work contracts, have places to stay within the palace and they do get some meals. But it's not like they get, you know, a sort of 18-room grace and favour apartment. We're talking very below <laughs> stairs here, apparently. So, yeah, low salaries to, to work for the monarchy. Oh, well, that makes a lot more sense. Um, and what's uh, the latest in the ongoing feud between the young royals? Oh, look, it, it, it bumbles away. And I'm I'm very surprised that Kensington Palace hasn't walked the four of them out together. I, they, I just yes. cannot believe they haven't done it. Um, you know, going to visit a Christmas tree or doing something for the military or something yeah. that is meaningful, something charitable. The Heads Together charity, I'm really That's surprised very, they yeah, haven't created true. an occasion for the four of them to come out, even briefly, to try and put these... Uh, rumours of a rift behind them. And the fact that they haven't done that, which is PR 101, speaks to me that there actually is grounds, uh, there is some truth in this yeah. in this rift. And we know 
Years on from Diana's death and the shenanigans with Charles and Camilla, at the time, I remember, you know, I was reporting in London during those years and, and people would always say, is it true? Is it true? You know, and so much of it was fantastical. I mean, the stuff with Charles and the tampon and Camilla, it just didn't seem that it could possibly be true. Obviously, all these years later, we do know that most of it was true. We know it because it came, a lot of it came straight from Diana's mouth in you know, her book, Diana, Her True Story. For years, we didn't know that she was actually the source for Andrew Morton's book. It came out that, of course, after her death, she was the source and it was printed again in her own words. A lot of these things have been verified subsequently that, that yes, there was corroboration or any number of facts. So I think we do have to imagine there is some truth to this rift. The latest is that apparently Kate and William offered to um, Meghan and Harry to stay at Anne Hall, but they've declined that invitation and they will be staying at Sandringham as, as well. There had been some speculation that the Cambridges would actually be spending Christmas with the Middletons. Um, Carol Middleton had talked about setting up for Christmas and that sort of thing. But I imagine what they do is go and have a day before Christmas, a, a sort of Middleton family Christmas, because it's been confirmed that they will be spending Christmas yep. at Sandringham. So they'll all be together. We'll see them together. Obviously, we always have the photos on Christmas uh, Christmas morning where they all worked, walked to church. Last year, very memorable photograph of the four of them walking along. Megan was sort of new to the scene. There was enormous interest. They look very happy together, yep, the four of them, did. a real very fab four. Happy. It'll be very interesting to see the I configuration when they yeah. walk to church this year, if, if indeed that's the first time that we see them again together uh, in the next few weeks. So interesting one to watch. And I, I, and I think there'll be, look, I wouldn't be surprised if there's some firm instruction that they do walk along or that you see the brothers walking together, chatting merrily and yes, Megan definitely. and Kate or something like that. But, you know, if there really genuinely is a rift, then we uh, we may see them working, walking separately. It'll be it'll be interesting to see. I Very. hope that they are actually aligned and that there's only just been a couple of hiccups. The monarchy really needs their cohesion in the years ahead. I mean, the Queen is in her 90s. She's not going to last forever and I think it would be her dear wish that she left a united and and, um, cohesive Agreed, younger yeah. royal family to take over from her and I think the narrative does always change you can't stick on a sort of happy families everything's great I mean soaps are not made of that they, and they are you know the royal family are, to some extent a, a real life soap opera so I think some of this conflict is conflated but I think at heart there must be some grains of truth in it yeah definitely and Megan's been given a nickname apparently Hurricane Megan <laughs> apparently um, <laughs> apparently this getting up at five o'clock doing her yoga you know can you imagine when she was here though you know she baked the, the banana bread she, she'd just arrived she's jet lagged she's obviously put an order into the kitchen for some bananas chocolate ginger butter sugar can you imagine if you had that around <laughs> the 24 hour I mean a fine government um, house here for a few days that's not a, a, a problem but imagine if you were actually on staff and I think she probably is very demanding. The nature of her blog was, you know, it was all about perfection. It was all about the best wine and the best thing here in this lovely place. And, you know, as blogs have been, they sort of, um, they project a perfect life. Now, Megan, by her very nature, we, we know how she likes to eat. You know, she's very healthy, that sort of thing. I think she'd be an exacting taskmaster in terms of um people working for her but you know you can never really know I think she'd also be incredibly enthusiastic generous very huggy you know so it's it's, it's hard to it's hard to say but um but Hurricane Megan apparently which suggests she's a very busy woman <laughs> uh, obviously motherhood will uh, probably 
change that to some extent. Let's hope so. And obviously Megan won't be drinking uh, this Christmas due to her pregnancy. Have we heard any more about her birth plans? Well, there's been some speculation that she may have a home birth, which I think <laughs> does actually sound true of her. But I look, there's speculation she won't give birth at the Lindo Wing. The Lindo Wing obviously is where um, Kate and William had, had their three children. It's where Princess Diana gave birth. It's where Amal Clooney had her children. There's other places in London. There's the Portland Hospital, which is uh, very popular with celebrities. Obviously, Meghan and uh, Harry are moving out to Windsor, so they may choose something closer. That said, Windsor's only an hour from London, so they're straight into that yeah. West London uh, Lindo Wing. I think, look, I, I think she'd She'll probably go with that. But, you know, will it be a conventional birth? What will it be like in the days after there's been speculation that she wants to be the first royal to breastfeed in public? I think we'll see, you know, we'll see a a really, I think she'll have a baby with her a lot. The the way that we've seen her clutching her stomach and and sort of, you know, she's she's going to be hands on. Yes, I can imagine that as well. I think it's going to be be a baby we see a lot more of than, for instance, we've seen of of little Louis. We've hardly seen him at all. I think Megan is uh, an outward facing character. She likes her life outside of of, um, the palace. She's, you know, she's very busy. I think there'll be a baby on the hip a lot more than we've seen with Kate. Um, But that remains to be seen. And what sort of mum do you think she make, Ange? It's hard to say. I, look, I think she's. Um, I think she's going to be a great, Mum. I mean, she's she seems um, a natural. With she kids. does seem a natural with kids, and she's an effusive, warm, loving person. Um, I think Harry will make an amazing yes, dad. I just I think he'll wait. be lots of fun. Um, but we all know that having a baby really upsets. You know, your life, it doesn't matter how many staff you have, you're generally the ones that get up in the night. I, don't, I sometimes worry that they haven't actually hit that three-year mark yet with their relationship, which is the, apparently the first three years of your relationship are called a time of limerence, which is really when you're still oh, okay. really infatuated. You haven't, after three years is when you sort of hit the difficult, uh, experts say, psychologists and counsellors, that, that after three years is the time when you have to deal with the nitty-gritty where the things that you adored suddenly become a bit irrita- yeah, makes irritating. Sense, yeah. Look, they're doing this. They've, they've done had all these changes, change of job, change of country for Megan and all this sort of thing, and then a baby in that mix. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some tensions that come about from tiredness, a change in, um, you know, the change in their roles. Uh, Megan's have been enormously free to jump up in a, and do yoga whenever she wants to, to spend a lot of time making a herb tea if she wants to. And we all know that even with staff, she will want to be very hands-on, I would imagine. Yes. She will be very much about her baby and how her baby is, is, is brought up. And in fact, Kate's pretty much the same. There was reports recently about the fact that she does like to do things for her children. She does like to butter their toast. She does actually like to do things for William as well. And that traditionally the staff would do some of yeah. these tasks for William. But as his wife... Um, she very much wants to do them and she wants to be there for her children. Um, I think Megan will be pretty much like that too, a real modern mum working but also very hands-on rather than, you know, the nannies, the governesses, the the sort of um, staff making everything. I think, you know, there's... For someone like Megan, we know they got engaged. She was making a roast chicken that night. So she is not outsourcing her whole life. But um, hopefully she doesn't have perfectionist values in every area of her life because we know that children don't really respond uh, to exacting at it. You know, they, they have problems sleeping. They they have all sorts of issues. And also the later you are as a mum, the more established you are in your career. And psychologists have talked about this, that, you know, it's harder to adapt than younger mums because they're, they're, they're sort of still of young course, themselves. Yeah. 
that women usually have established careers. They've got established um, fitness regimes, how they like to eat, their friendships, that sort of thing. So um, it will be it will be something to adapt to, as it is for any mum. But I think she'll be terrific. Of course. Um, and there's so many kids uh, among the royals these days. What's it like for the royals to have little ones running around? Well, I think that's been part of the charm of the royal family in recent years. We saw that beautiful photo a couple of years ago where the Queen posed with her grandchildren. And we had um, Mia Tyndall holding the Queen's handbag. And you had those lovely children of Peter and Autumn Phillips, the two girls, Savannah and Isla. So there's this clutch of little kids, Zara's kids, Peter Phillips's kids, William's kids. Obviously, we've now got um, Meghan and Harry's baby uh, about to come along. I think it's very joyous for them. It must make for Christmas being a lot more fun. If you think about it, the Queen's gone through these dreadful years where three of her children have divorced. She had Diana's death, incredibly painful and difficult for the royal family. Lots of years of, of, of tension. Then you had um, William, you know, that the, the kids were, were having to learn to live without their mum. And now it's come to a stage where you've got this new generation and kids always cheer people up, don't they? You've got elderly Prince Philip. But, you know, we know that the older people are really, uh, really benefit from spending time around children. So I'm sure it's really charming and lots of fun. And we know that people like Savannah and Isla Phillips always have a bit of mischief with, with yes, Prince George. We've seen cheeky. them on the yep. Trooping of the Colour. We've seen them at um, the polo and things. They're very cheeky, a lot of fun. Um, look, I just hope, that, as I say, that there's some cohesion in it and that these kids grow up in an environment which is, yes, in the monarchy. And so there's traditions and uh, hierarchies to um, receive. There's, um, you know, a lot of things that George will already be being taught about what it will be to be king and how behaviour and things. But on the other hand, there's also a lot of freedom. We've seen he's been able to play with a toy gun. He's being able to do handstands and to, you know, and, and this is also in public view. There's been photos taken of these sorts of things. But I just think there's that lovely blend of a relaxed, normal childhood, but also, as um, as we say, this traditional family that, that these children are going to grow up in. But I think it makes them more relevant as as they grow up. They're going to have, as Harry and William have through their mother's influence, a greater understanding of ordinary people and the the conflicts and challenges that they face. So I think the next generation will be taught even more so about what that's like, you know, particularly things like the mental health charity, the Heads Together. They'll be talking to their children about that sort of thing. So I think we'll see a very empathetic, grounded, knowledgeable and relatable and purposeful new generation, even more so than the ones that we already have. So what remains to be seen, though? That's right. Thanks so much for joining us here today, Ange, and thanks so much, everyone, for listening. For more on the Royals, please go to newidea.com.au, our Facebook page, New Idea Royals, and, of course, a quick reminder, please check out our latest Royal Mini Mag in the current issue of New Idea. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.